Welcome to Spectacular Slovakia. My name is Anna Fay, and today I'm joined by New York native and dog lover, Dave Rubin, who will talk about owning a dog in Bratislava. Welcome back, Dave. Hi. So, Dave, you're a proud dog owner, so what can you tell us about your dog? Uh, he's a vicious monster, and anybody who wishes him, I'm happy to give him away right now. Oh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yogi is a five-year-old Entelbucher. He is the smallest of the Swiss mountain dogs, uh, what the Slovaks would call a salash dog. Uh, he is three colors, black and gold and white, and uh, it is his lifelong dream to organize all of us into one group and to keep us there and never let us leave ever again. <laughs> That's great. And uh, so his name is Yogi. Is Yogi. that named after Yogi Bear by chance? <laughs> um, I cannot say. Uh, my girlfriend was the one who came up with the name. Uh, okay. um, so, uh, but it suits him. That's for certain. <laughs> and now, uh, did you buy him from a breeder here or is he a rescue dog? No, I got him from a breeder, <clears throat> but he was from up in the Czech Republic, close to Prague. Uh, it's a breed of dog that is not very common in Slovakia. I believe that there are only two or three of them in all of Bratislava. And so we got them from a breeder up in, in Prague. But there is an animal shelter in Bratislava that uh, rescue dogs can be gotten from quite easily. I think the next time I get a dog, I'll probably get one there. Mm-hmm. And so did you grow up with dogs? Uh, why did you want to get a dog? When uh, no, this is my first. Um, okay. And uh, I'd always wanted one. But there was a conflict in my parents' house about whether I could get one or not, and my mother won, and therefore I wasn't able to have one. Uh, it's also a nice natural progression of things. I kept the houseplant alive. I kept the goldfish alive. I've now kept the dog alive, and so it's pretty soon time for children. Okay, so you're living sort of your childhood dream of having that dog finally. Absolutely. Congrats. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and so what are some great areas to walk and play with your dogs in, in Bratislava? Well, the, the, the first thing that I'd like to say is that as an American, um, Slovakia is incredibly dog-friendly. It is. Uh, it was surprising to me when I first arrived here to see dogs in restaurants, in shopping malls, basically all over the place. You can take a dog. And so as an American, this this was unusual. I have come to appreciate it very much. Uh, Yogi likes going to Hornbach and to, to do some uh, shopping with me sometimes. Uh, so you can really take dogs everywhere. With the exception of the supermarket and maybe the movie theater, there's really no place you can't take a dog. Um, having said that, uh, um, if you are interested in being outside with a dog, there are all kinds of dog parks that are specifically dedicated to dogs. There are four or five of them in the city of Bratislava, which are excellent if you want to take the dogs to to exercise them. And if not, uh, the forest surrounds the whole city. You can take the dog up into the hills and let him run free. And do you have a favorite area by chance? Well, I lived for a number of years uh, close to Zelazna Studienka, which is uh, a park uh, in uh, just outside the center of Bratislava, which goes all the way up into the northern suburbs. And there are lots of hiking trails 
And uh, we would just go right out of our apartment and right up into the forest. And it was excellent. Mm. And it's a gorgeous day. So I imagine it's quite busy there. Uh, are you able to go there and, you know, have your space and your dog can run free kind of thing? Well, we're recording this uh, in the middle of the afternoon on a Thursday. So I like my chances. If I were to go right now, <laughs> there's nobody out in the forest. Okay. <laughs> uh, on, on the weekends, in some places, it is busier. Uh, but there are lots and lots of trails where you can go and not see anybody. Um, I can say that uh, where I live now is also close to the forest, and I take the dog out in the morning, and uh, with the exception of the old people who I know by sight and say hello to in the morning, we don't see anybody else. That sounds wonderful. Mm. Uh, okay, so you didn't have a dog when you were in New York, mm -hmm. um, but do you see similarities with sort of the culture of dogs here and in Bratislava? You know, they're two cities, obviously different in size, but what is it like having a dog in a city versus the countryside? Well, I can't say anything about the countryside. I have visited occasionally, but I'm a city boy. Um, I know people that had dogs in New York, um, and uh, they were apartment dogs. And uh, if you could afford it, you paid someone to come to your apartment while you were at work and take the dog out for a walk. And if not, the dog was home by himself uh, all day long. In Slovakia, generally, uh, dogs are uh, outside animals. It is very common, even in Bratislava, to see people keep dogs outside in the garden, where they only come inside if it is very, very cold outside. Uh, and otherwise, they live in the garden and uh, they bark at people that go past and are there for security. Uh, Yogi is an inside dog. Um, when he's out in the garden, he's happy to stand at the fence and bark at people also, but he likes sleeping on the sofa. <laughs> it sounds nice. Mm -hmm. uh, and so do you and Yogi share any personality traits? Is he energetic, adventurous? Well, we are both exceptionally good looking and uh, we both like sleeping on my sofa. But otherwise, no, we're, we're uh, radically different in temperament. He is uh, highly, highly active. Uh, to the point where if you are up on your feet, he is up on his feet as well. He will follow you to the kitchen. He will follow you to the toilet. He will follow you outside. If uh, uh, the worst punishment for him and possibly his greatest joy at the same time is to take three people, go out into the forest and stand 30 or 40 meters apart from one another. And he will run back and forth between all of you, trying to organize you into one collective group. Whereas I would just sort of wave at you from the distance and then go get a beer. Oh, tough being a dog, huh? Yes, yes. He has, <laughs> he has a very difficult life. Um, and so you mentioned that dogs are very welcome. They can go to restaurants, cafes, pretty much anywhere in Bratislava. Are there any uh, leash and muzzle laws that people should be aware of here? Uh, yes. There are places where children play, where dogs should be kept on leashes. Uh, there are certain gardens and things where dogs must be kept on leashes. Dogs are allowed on public transport, on the buses, on the trolley buses, on the trams. They must be muzzled under those circumstances. Although small dogs, sometimes I see the driver doesn't get excited. But if you try and bring a hundred and something kilo Mastiff on the bus, the driver <laughs> will, will notice this. Uh, but otherwise, no. Uh, most dogs are uh, are on leashes, although even in the center, I see people walking dogs off leash. Uh, and uh, I, I'm not sure that there's a, a definitive rule on the subject. 
Um, they did change the law in Slovakia within the last year where dogs are no longer things. There is a recognition that they have some kind of heightened standard, which means that uh, you can't beat your dog to death anymore, no matter how much they deserve it. Mm. Yeah, I was actually just about to ask you about that law because mm. I think many people were so surprised that mm -hmm. until last year, dogs were not considered living creatures by law here. Mm -hmm. uh, so is dog abuse a big problem in Slovakia or not, is it not different from anywhere else? I think it's about the same. Okay. I, I think that the worst crimes that I have seen in terms of dogs is neglect. Um, and I, I don't really see it as, as intentional, uh, at least in Bratislava, uh, it, it's mostly because people are in their offices more often or for a longer period of time than they had been in the past. But generally speaking, uh, the people that I know that have dogs, and I have to say I've met a lot of them since I got Yogi, all seem to spend as much time and energy on their animals as they can. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, I don't know if you've had the same experience, but where I live, I see a lot of dogs dressed in sweaters, really nice coats, even leg warmers. Um, no judgment, but are you one of those dog owners that no. dresses their dogs? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I have tolerated when my girlfriend for uh, particularly special occasions will put a clip-on bow tie on Yogi, uh, but that is about as far as it goes. Uh, but then also Yogi is... is uh, he has a nice winter coat, so he doesn't really require a jacket. I, I think that there are some animals, especially here in the winter, where it, it's necessary. But no, we, we don't have fashion accessories. It, it, it doesn't work that way with Yogi. Um, I, I see it as, as, uh, as people that wish to, to show affection for their animals, uh, even if I find it to be a... Uh, strange way of doing so. <laughs> and so as a dog lover, uh, how do you feel about the growing popularity of cat cafes in Europe? Uh, would you prefer to drink your coffee among dogs? Do you like these cat cafes? How do you feel? I, I can't say that I've actually been in any of them. I, I don't have a problem particularly with cats. I suspect that if I brought Yogi to a cat cafe, he would have a lovely time. Um, but I, I think that uh, people find these things relaxing. Uh, I, I can tell you that uh, there is a, a little old lady that lives three or four houses down from me in Dubrovka here in Bratislava, where she takes care of all of the village cats, where they are all outside cats and they have their own lives. But every morning they come and greet her and she gives them breakfast and everything else like that. And she finds pleasure in these things. I assume this is the reason why people go to these cat cafes. Mm. You know, they, they have all of the pleasure of dealing with such an animal without any of the responsibility. And I have heard there is a dog cafe in Petrozalka, uh, which involves a ball pit and treats, apparently. Mm. And they advertise themselves uh, as a cafe where uh, dogs can bring their owners. <laughs> okay. I haven't heard of it, but I will have to go and check it out. Uh, so what's the best thing about owning a dog while you're living in a foreign country? Um, well, they say that uh, a dog is man's best friend, uh, and it's true in, in the sense that Yogi is always happy to go wherever it is that I'm going. No matter where that place is, it is his absolute favorite place, and he is very excited to be there. Uh, he, he also has never once told me that I'm wrong, 
which is unusual because most of the people I know tell me that I'm wrong all the time. So Yogi absolutely positively agrees with me all the time, and I value that very much. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, and just a tip for our listeners, uh, you mentioned there's an animal shelter here, uh, and I believe they're always looking for volunteers to walk dogs. Yes. Um, I think the only requirement is you have to be uh, over 15 years old to do it on your own. Um, so for those of you who love dogs but can't own a dog right now, it's a good tip. I would add, and I'm not sure of it, but I believe that you also need to bring your own leash. Ah, okay. That's uh, good to but know. But yes, yeah. they, they do it on the weekends. They are close to a forest. It's <laughs> up uh, it's up near Tesco Lamach, and they absolutely positively are looking for people to come help them walk dogs. Okay. So yeah, that's a great resource. So thank you so much, Dave. It's my pleasure. Thanks for listening. If you like traveling around Slovakia and have recommendations you would like to share with our listeners, let us know at spectator at spectator.sk or on Facebook. For full information about traveling in Slovakia, visit shop.spectator.sk to buy our spectacular Slovakia travel guides. This podcast is available on spectator.sk, SoundCloud, or iTunes with new episodes out every Wednesday evening. This was Spectacular Slovakia with Anna Fay. Brought to you by the Slovak Spectator, Slovakia's English-language newspaper. A special thanks to Tomáš Rybár for post-production of this podcast. <laughs>